Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast, produced by me, Fraser McGrewer, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Jordan Fermanis, Sarah Nonu, and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights, and this week we're discussing noise. Nick, feels like quite a broad subject, noise. Um, off you go. Do you find yourself suffering from irritability um, and covering your eyes often and being sweaty yes. and making poor eye contact with people and covering your ears? Yes. Uh, do you find yourself uh, suffering from muscle tension, yes. fidgeting and restlessness, sleeplessness and fatigue? Now you mention it. You could be a victim of noise. <laughs> I. Someone said something uh, on the internet the other day, I think. I think Quite it was a noisy place itself. Right. Um which I had never thought about and mm. I thought was really interesting. They said, cities aren't noisy, cars are noisy. And I thought, you're right. Like, we think of cities as being noisy, but actually what what cities are, the noise of a city is that back, constant background noise of combustion engines, hundreds of thousands of combustion I think this person who engines. said that was really stupid. Yeah, there's a city out there. Yeah. Barely hear a thing, right? Because there's no cars currently. Well, that's because there's windows and walls and stuff. Yeah, but the point is that Cities by themselves ought to be the perhaps the gentle clatter of a cartwheel, no. the hubbub of voices, gentle hubbub, and perhaps a horse whinnying. Yes. But in recent years, it's been noisy. Cities are noisy now, right? The industri- the noise of industry. But the, the point is that cities are noisier than ever, yeah. in fact. And um, uh, that um, the European Environment Agency says, guess how many people they think die of noise each year in Europe? <laughs> In Europe, they're going to say 100,000. No, it's less than that. It's 10,000. Okay. But still, it's still 10,000 too many. Yeah. They say that um, they add up the costs, they think, of uh, excess deaths due to just annoyance and sleep disturbance. It, These are descendants it, of the beast in in in, in um, Beowulf, aren't they? Yeah. It, it, it could be. Hypertension, coronary heart disease and stroke, all caused by, by noise. So there's a lot of oral noise, right? And then... You, if you look at, and we think it's costly, and of course, lights as well. There's um, particularly lights from screens, for example, but they, also lights in general. You they're know, not noisy. Exposed to lights, but it's the same idea. It's overstimulation yeah. of your senses. Yeah. Um, use of screen time is strongly associated with uh, lower psychological well-being according to some studies. Mm. So um, it says amongst 14 to 17 year olds, high users of screens, i.e. seven or more hours a day, were more than twice as likely to have been diagnosed with depression, uh, diagnosed with anxiety, treated by a mental health professional, or to have taken medication. Sarah, um, is Nick nicking all so, your points? No, I... I 100% but, okay. But, okay. But, but so Nick the point away. is that these are two forms of noise that we have, is, is lights and visual stimulation from screens oral noise in the background and i feel like i am constantly bombarded by sources of noise and it's very difficult to switch them off and um is it bad for us and, and you know are we what can we do about it noise nice there you go um no it, noise nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just want to be excused and be a grumpy old man for a moment Okay. I've got a favourite little activity that I do. It's, I think it's kind of what we're talking about. Is if, if ever I'm on a train, an overland train, I like to sit there and just by twisting my head, 
to see how many different um, signs I can see, mm. different points of information, okay? Because there's usually about 30-ish. Wow. Yeah? And it's and and it's it's from things like you know don't open this window don't smoke or here's an advert for you and you know and they just and it's incredible how many there are and I just sit there going the world is going mad yeah and if you I, can't switch them off or you right. can't make them go away but here's the thing and if I would say if I would sort of grab the person next to me and say have you look at all these signs mm. don't you think it's mental isn't it crazy that person would think that i'm the mad person i'm yeah. not the mad person it's the world you're the only sane man i'm the only sane man anyway i feel that um yeah yeah so noise noise um sarah weigh in do you think this actually has anything to do with age <laughs> <laughs> not saying that you're old <laughs> But I've just had this thought that when I was younger, my mum works in a very loud, noisy environment where there's music playing 24-7. Mm. And that, to me, was fine when I was younger. And we get, we get in the car. <laughs> not in a club. She would actually hate the club, to be honest. <laughs> I'd hate the thought of seeing my mum in a club. Um, Is it okay if you tell us what your mum actually does? I oh, think yeah. I'm... My mum owns a temp and bowling centre. Oh, cool. Does she? Yeah, she does. Cool is that? So it's really noisy. Yeah. And so she's got the lanes going, the pins, the music, the people, everything. Um, And when we would get in the car, when we'd leave, she would want silence. Like I'd want to put Mm. the radio on and listen to noise. Mm. And she'd she'd just be like, I get really annoyed. I've listened to stuff all day. I just want quiet. And I never understood that. But now as I'm older, I'm also kind of like... Mm. When I've been somewhere noisy, I just want quiet. Mm. And then another thing just occurred to me. It's like when you're driving down the street and you're looking for an address and the music's on and you turn down. You have to so turn you it can, off. There's less noise so you can concentrate yeah. more. That's yeah. true. People often say, I'll turn the radio thoughts. down so I can see better. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um, so you seem to be saying, yeah, there's a lot of noise around. And yeah. as, as we get older, it gets worse. I think it does. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jordan, any sort of initial yeah, I, point? I looked at a study that... Um, that sort of was saying that cities are becoming noisier, things to do with population growth, loss of rural land to urban sprawl, the the lack of inadequate, uh, the lack of adequate noise regulations, noisier vehicles, busier airports. All these things are actually creating more physical noise around us. Mm-hmm. I, I even came across a term called secondhand noise, mm. which is used to describe noise that is experienced by people who did not produce it similar to secondhand smoke mm-hmm. um and then also these anti-noise activists yeah i mean my own noise is fine i love my own noise yeah make it all the time <laughs> it's other people's noise i can't stand <laughs> jordan <could go. laughs> yeah i'm not sure should i respond <laughs> no ignore that just doesn't like For the base sort of thing, yeah. yeah um and and uh, yeah, I saw these came across these anti noise activists who campaign for things like noise insulation standards and and stuff. But they're probably just lots of disgruntled old, old people. people. Yeah, see, I told you it's age. Sorry. Um, l- l- let's kind of bring it back a little bit to. I mean, our question that I w- that we want to ask, I think, is: Is there too much noise? Um, and um, also, is there more and more noise? It, it feels like we're saying there probably is more and more noise. And it's it really also, bad for us. Yeah, mm. and it's really bad for us. But also there's an age sort of thing where our tolerance seems to decrease as we grow older. Um, where do we want to go with this? I mean, of course, we, 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 we yes, we, to an element we've talked about just 
you know, oral noise, but also we could be talking about digital noise. I mean, what does noise... I've talked a little bit about visual noise. Um, who wants to grab this, well, Jordan? I was just going to say on that point, on the physical side, is that I think it is something that is getting worse because I've, I saw a, an article that said in Paris they're legislating to reduce speed levels and noise le and, and bring noise decibel levels down by three decibels. Such a Parisian thing um, to do. <laughs> <laughs> because there's been a lot of, of, of pushback. And, but there has been some pushback because some people say part of living in a vibrant capital city is there is noise. noise. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure how much of it we're supposed to live with or how much it should be regulated as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, look, 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 I just want to jump in with something. Yes, there is too much noise. Yes, it is harmful. Yes, it does get too much. And yes, it is perhaps worse as you get older. Only about a couple of months ago, I remember I, I booked myself into a, a, a little hut in some woods in Wales or on the border of Wales. I wouldn't be mad and go all the way into Wales. Um, but um, um, and it was just because I was just absolutely frazzled and fried. And it was sort of sitting at a screen too much and too many people in my house, lockdown, blah, 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 blah. And I did just need to do as your mum does, you know, um, sort of just turn it all off. I've had too much. So, yeah, I mean, yes, it is. It, I mean, look, is that the end of the podcast? That's well, it. Well, no, because I, 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 why is it hard to do that? That's the question. Because, I mean, let's say that that's true. Two things, really. First of all, I don't think we really believe that cognitive noise is as bad for us as, say, physical pollution. But it is, right? It is. Well, hold on. It's if, as harmful. Hold on. If 10,000... 10, well, that, that was just it's noise, a harm, noise, wasn't but it? It's yeah, harm. But it's a harm. Let's say it's harmful. But we sort of think, well, you know, you should be able to somehow ignore it. Uh, we definitely don't take it as seriously. Breathe in a bit of pollution and it gives you cancer. People go, yeah, that's bad. Hmm. But if you listen to noise and it makes you anxious and depressed, people hmm. are kind of less inclined to say, well, that's a, that's something we should tackle. I don't know why. So there's that. There's that whole sort of perception issue. Uh, but the other thing is that I feel like, and I think this touches on this question of information overload, which we haven't really talked about yet. Mm. Um, it, even though we know that it's good to turn off noise, to turn the TV off and not look at your phone and turn the radio off, we don't. I feel like there is some kind of psychological equivalent of fear of missing out. Mm. That means that we sort of are going to get sucked. We get sucked in. There's this, this draw of that stimulation, mm. despite the fact it's bad for us. Um, well, maybe it is just sort of chemical kind of type of thing, yeah. sort of dopamine sort of fix sort of thing. Yeah. Like, so yeah, what yeah. do we do about it? But yeah. I, I haven't really. I mean, yeah, we did. There's we haven't really touched on this issue of kind of information noise or sort of yeah. digital noise. Absolutely, Sarah. Yeah, no, that that's right. And I think also if you think about um, looking at the psychological effects of too much noise, um, as been mentioned already, there's depression and anxiety that can come from overstimulation, particularly looking at our devices, our phones, social mm -hmm. media, imagery that we just see on, on TV in terms of how people should look or behave. And then there's also that thing that Nick mentioned before, the, the fear of missing out, which also increases depression and anxiety. Um, and then there's also the physical effects of um, too much noise mm. in terms of digital devices and the things we're doing. You know, we get eye strain, um, mm. bad posture. One of the things that I even affects me is like sleep because you go to bed, your phone's beside you, you're always accessible, someone's always messaging, you've got to, you know, moderate that. Wasn't there something about, but what about the absence of this stuff if this stuff is withdrawn? Yeah, well, I'd be, it's, you're making it sound like a, a drug, really. It's like cigarettes, isn't it? Like, like yeah. it's bad, bad for you smoking, but it is extremely hard to give up. But also, it makes me think. Like, imagine if you were um, 
teleported through space and time um, to some sort of you know some medieval times or even you know an island off the coast of Japan or something a thousand years ago and there you are having a chat with the person there or maybe there's a whole bunch of, of, of us lot and a whole bunch of, of, of them lot. So they've gone a kind of tour. Yeah. They've gone on tour to the Middle And everyone's getting on well, right? Yeah. But the people back then, are, so afterwards, you have some researchers go along and say, what do you think of the other people? Um, I think the people that back then would say, they're all right, but they, they need to chill out a bit. They need to calm down. And they're twitching all the time and they're a little bit, you know, um, they need to, and maybe us lot would go, a bit slow paced. They were a bit boring. They were a bit, you know, just... I don't know. That's that's what it makes me think. I'm sure people used to be more chilled out than they are now. I don't know. Um, well, I digress. You know, I, I want to hear from. I mean, mm. you know, Jordan. Well, yeah, I've read come across something that takes this idea of noise in a slightly different direction. Um, noise, as it sort of relates to decision making and, and cognitive cognitive psychology, um, because Daniel Kahneman, who's the author of Thinking Fast and Slow. Uh, has got a new book called Noise, and it focuses on how judgments made by humans are strongly influenced by relevant factors. Um, Irrelevant factors. Irrelevant factors, like our our mood, the time since we last had a a meal, the weather, the the chance, variability of of judgments um, that he calls noise. Um, and And it's sort of this variability that presents a different type of error Um uh, that can arise not just from bias but from from noise. Mm, mm. Um, that's yeah. my point. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting that it feels at first glance you might think well that's a bit different that's a bit of a different thing but like the concept of noise in information theory is is basically the that the sender's message has a chance of being received by the receiver differently so that you know the the message has a chance of being scrambled in some way. Um, and that is the same phenomenon, really. So in uh, this Kahneman book, you know, the idea is that there's, let's say there's the right answer, there's the decision you should have come to, and then it gets poked about by all of these things, the things that Jordan mentioned. You know, oh. so what you end up with is a very scrambled uh, version of what that decision should have been, and it could be very different. So, you know, the examples they use are sort of, ju- you take 100 judges and present them with the same information about an offender, and they, they will give you a hugely different range of um, potential punishments which they would hand out mm. and that's that is uh, bad right because it means that you're not you whatever the right answer is and we don't know but whatever the right answer is it suggests that a whole bunch of them is are wrong and and I think the reason why we find noise so hard to deal with is because it is essentially having the same impact on our cognition you know that noise is is stopping you being able to um, you know to perceive things properly that's the idea so you you know it literally in the case of actual oral noise you know if someone's trying to talk to you and you're in a noisy club mm-hmm. you can't hear them that that's the same phenomenon it's the same yeah. same thing about also, the message being scrambled by external factors mm-hmm. and we have evolved to try and eliminate that yeah. um you know but I, I think the it's interesting that technology pulls keeps pulling us in with the promise of information but what it keeps delivering is noise. Mm. It's an overload of information mm. in terms of being able to make a decision. You've got so much information coming to you via so many things. Not only is it 
is it like actual noise and it's the stuff you see on screens and the stuff that you can google and find on the internet but how are you supposed to actually come up with any clear answer to anything if you're being so overstimulated and there's just too much out there to try yeah i I feel like we've i feel like we it's uh, like obesity Mm. in that we evolved in an a time of scarcity um i.e all of human history basically until recently uh, and have evolved a desperate urge to find sugar and consume it because it's so scarce. Mm. Um, and of course, when we are able to manufacture it for essentially for free, mm. that then leads us to just massively overconsume it. Mm. And it's the same with information. You know, we've evolved mm. to want information because it's useful. That's why we've evolved brains and stuff, mm. you know. Um, and now we have information literally for free. We're massively overconsuming it. But also, I think something it occurs to me that I mean, as a slightly side point, but slightly central as well, which is that the the word noise in itself suggests the, what we're talking about. Because if we limit it at the moment to just oral noise, well, actually, you could use the word sound, but the word noise actually, I would suggest, can in, often implies too much of that sound, right? And and so if if we do think about noise in data within data, it, it's inherently got a sort of negative aspect to it of too much of this. I think it's it's signals that don't carry meaning. I, I would say yeah. is what noise is. Yeah. Less. Yeah. 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 There you go. Um, have we cracked this? Have we done this? I mean, we uh, haven't really dealt with how to how to de- how, how to, to denoise about it. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't say it's an easy problem to deal with. Okay. Could take phrases go off into a hut. Yes. On the which, border. Which kind of works for a bit works for a bit but it doesn't last no it does make me think about yeah when i used to be a scuba diver one of the reasons why i i, I knew this bloke he said the reason why i go scuba diving is because my wife can't come with me and so and so, and so she so it's just it's and just nice and nameless yeah it's just nice and quiet that's what he liked about it i mean um, we haven't one of the things we haven't really talked about uh the incentive problem here either and we haven't criticized marketers yet so let's do that um which is in an attention-based economy, which is what we are moving towards more and more, which is where services are kind of in inverted commas free, mm. um, but you know they depend on advertising. Um, and advertising depends on you seeing the adverts. People, you know, service providers have a massive incentive to pull you in and keep you there. Um, and, uh, you know, that's... That's one of the reasons why every website wants to send you notifications, why all the apps want to send you notifications. They want to keep you going back to their app all the time. And I'm constantly fighting against it. I'm always having to turn off notifications. Um, Mm. You know, I can't just switch them all off because I do want my text messages to come through, my phone calls to come through. Mm. But it's like it's just infuriating. It feels like a massive waste of everyone's effort that we all have to go around constantly saying no to notifications. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I, if, if I didn't know how to turn off notifications, my phone would just be going bing, bong, bing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be unbearable. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, a fundamental problem with um, the digital economy that, that they, they need, you know, it's, it's, they need actively to go and get you to yeah. get your attention instead of instead of waiting for you to go to them. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So um, is there too much noise in your lives? And if, if you feel there is, what do you do about it? Nick's just talked about notifications. Um, uh, Sarah? I have limited the amount of ways people can contact me. So I do not have WhatsApp and everyone mm. I know can't believe I don't have WhatsApp. Good but for you. I, you, I have you... Messenger and I have oh. like 
texting. texting. Basically, you have to send semaphore through her window. <laughs> yeah, well, send precisely. But the pro- the problem is, if I am terrible at responding to messages, like people will text me, they'll send me something on Messenger. Um, they can contact me on FaceTime because I've got an, an iPhone, so they can get mm. through. And, and then obviously email, and I'm on Instagram. That's it. But if you were to message me, you can guarantee I will not respond on any of those. So if I just added WhatsApp, it would just be another thing of people getting... It feels a bit one-sided, therefore. Yeah. And that uh, you're just... Everyone's constantly trying to get hold but of you. Why should you be able to just get hold of someone? Yeah. Why no, but, what, but why does she want to have the avenue open so you could get rid of Messenger? Well, I live in England and my mum lives in New Zealand. Okay. So but it's we, almost like you've got a secret channel because yeah. nobody uses Messenger. Yeah, well, the, so you've got a secret. But the thing is, like in New Zealand, of, like when I left, they, like people really didn't use WhatsApp. Yeah. So I've just kept Messenger. But over here, WhatsApp seems to be quite a thing. But I'm just like, no, nope, I don't need another thing where I'm not responding. Yeah. And I feel bad, but I think most of my friends know that. I I get a bit annoyed with WhatsApp. I obviously don't have the notifications switched on because they'd be going off all the time. But I don't like the way that it encourages you to read what's there and it's it, it, whereas i'd rather it was more like a sort of bulletin board like oh who's around you know is anyone interested and there's no expectation to reply but the problem is it notifies you all the time everything is like oh you've got 26 unread messages in this one you just feel compelled to scroll through them just to make it go away mm. it's, it's sort of in between a bulletin board and a and a chat app and i and because it there's no cost to adding people you end up on all kinds of conversations which are you know, it would then look bad if you walked out of. Yeah. Um, Sarah? I just Like, for me, the other thing is, there's also, and we've touched on it, but, like, the anxiety of getting a message. I get quite mm. anxious when I've, like, got a message and I, I, like, if someone's getting a hold of me. And I didn't have that when I was younger. But as I've gotten older, that's that's kind of come through. And I think having more noise and having more things does not help it at all. I don't know if it's the opposite of that. I remember when I first got a mobile phone, I got annoyed that my mum could constantly get hold of me. (laughs) And she was always just calling me and texting me and leaving me voicemails, which would always say, hi, just calling you, can't get hold of it. I hope to see you later, bye, Mm -hmm. you know, and that. And actually, and then increasingly irritable variations of that. Um, And I miss sort of not being able to get, you know, being you know incommunicado, really. So That's I missed it. that. I, yeah, now it's almost a statement if you're not, if yeah, you're not going to answer your phone or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just prefer it if people just got hold of me when like something they need to get hold of me, and I don't need to have like a hello, how are you? That sounds really mean, but mm, mm. I'm I'm happy just. I should be in my more, own little bubble. I should be more circumspect with my communications with you in the yeah, future. Yeah, that's right, Fraser. Whenever I see an email from you, I'm like, oh, no, not Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Um, uh, well, I'm sort of just thinking about the next sort of stage of this, which I guess is like Facebook just released the metaverse or sort of yeah. showcased what that could be like. And that looks really noisy. If we think getting like a WhatsApp notification on our phone, but this is like a whole VR world of potential noise and distractions and stimulations. Um, so I think it's probably something unavoidable and maybe we have to sort of learn to cope a bit better with it perhaps, because I don't know that it, I think it's not noise isn't going away anytime soon. I don't think. No, I don't think there's an easy fix. It's like saying, what's the easy fix for obesity. It's like, well, it's a fundamental problem with Mm. our, and a mismatch between our desires and our capabilities now. And I think, you know, these tech companies have worked out how to how to grab our attention and give us stuff we don't, which is bad for us. And um, 
Uh, there's no easy way around that, short of some incredibly draconian government measures to ban Facebook. Mm. But the problem is Facebook won't be happy until they're... If there's one person somewhere not sat in front of Facebook right now, <laughs> they are going to work out a way of drilling yeah, into yeah. that person. You know, and I... Yeah. Um, John, we skipped over you a little bit. You, you you said something, but I wanted to hear about you and whether you feel you live in a noisy world and what you do to, to oh. mitigate that. Uh, yeah, I think I probably do. I try to reduce my screen time. Okay. That's probably like I try to not use my phone at night time mm. and just revert to books and tactile things. Mm. Try to, yeah, try. I think that's one way of doing it. But I also don't have children. I don't have... I don't know. I don't have reasons maybe that I need to be near a phone at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My world feels quite noisy, but, um, but also part of that is oh, I've got three kids in my house yeah. and, and then I say to myself like, well, you know what? These are the good times actually. That's it. That you'll, bad you'll noise is a step When they've all left home, yeah. they'll be like, oh, I'd love to hear that little <laughs> chatter of tiny voices. That screaming and bickering amongst each other. Smashing glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The trip to A&E. Yeah. Um, By the way, just talking, I was just considering yesterday my own WhatsApp uh, usage, which has increased quite a lot in the last year or two. But I was just thinking about my favourite WhatsApp group that I'm a member of, which is, it's just me, my wife and my teenage daughter. And we're on, I I named the group and I called it Cat Ladies. Um, And it is exclusive for giving um, updates on our cats in our house and um like the hilarious things they've been doing and pictures and videos and yeah, stuff you're part like of that the problem for I, it, this is what i was <laughs> about to say noisy. this noise that i moan about i'm the problem yeah. i'm yeah, absolutely the absolutely bloody cat yeah Fraser. exactly um, cats are boring but with this be rude to leave the whatsapp group <laughs> yeah it'd be rude to my wife and my daughter yeah okay we'll stop there all right uh thanks as always for listening if you have any thoughts or suggestions for topics you can email us at podcast at alephinsights.com we'd love to hear from you if you've enjoyed uh the podcast jordan um what should you do try to block out the noise and hit the like and subscribe button correct um we'll stop there thanks as always for listening i'm fraser mcgrew we've been here with sarah nonu nick hare and jordan from Alice of Aleph Insights. Until next time, goodbye.